When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Gorgeous, gorgeous Saturday afternoon here on our 4th of July weekend. Uh, Of course, the 4th of July will come on Tuesday. Hopefully, uh, by the way, we've got um, Joe and Harvey who are producing the show. Guys, would you say the majority of people are not working Monday because 4th of July is Tuesday? Isn't that a good reason not to work on Monday? Is it? Some people, I think, get that day off to the holiday no it just right? carries over i don't know i would imagine so it's kind of like you know people that i've spoken to it's kind of like hit or miss like 50 50 i would i don't know i would just imagine that you know um since the fourth of july falls on a on a tuesday that you would just um you know business owners would allow their their employees to have monday off as well so hopefully that's the case for the majority of people uh, listening to the program, we welcome you in with you for the next three hours, leading to Gordon Damer and so on and so forth. 800-919-3776, the phone number. That's how you get in. Of course, love the caller interaction, and hopefully we'll have it throughout the next three hours. A lot to get to. Uh, the Yankees, unfortunately, their game against the Cardinals last night was rained out, so it was postponed. First pitch will be at 2.15 this afternoon. Severino will be back on the bump. Uh, which is great. Right now, you know, his stats, one in two with a 5-2-5 ERA, but definitely he has been pitching a lot better than that as of late. His velocity started strong, took a dip, and now is back up to about 96, 97 miles per hour. So I'm all about Severino today. The cards, uh, they've got uh, Jack Flaherty, who's going to be out there. He's 4-5 and five with a 4.95 ERA. His last two starts, he's given up six runs in 10 hits, if not more. So um, how am I playing this? I like the over today. The over-under is at 9. So I do like the over today. And you know what? Give me the Yankees on the money line as well. And you can get that at plus money. I want to say it's plus 120 or plus 130, something in that regard. The cards are favored on the money line at minus 140. But just the way that Severino has been pitching, I do like the Yankees today. As we know, um, they, uh, they're they 10 games back to the Rays, who just happen to continue to win. Their Rays, as we know, they're 57 and 28. Uh, the Yankees, 45 and 36. Uh, you know, but it's just still a long season ahead. We haven't reached, we haven't even reached the all-star break yet. That's coming soon. And um, and so a whole second half of the season uh, to play catch-up, that's for sure. As for the Mets, unfortunately, they lose to the San Francisco Giants last night, 5-4. I filled in for Dan Grasso last night, and so we were on the air while this game played out, and it was very, very unfortunate. If you did watch and you did tune in post game, um, <laughs> just Mets fans sitting in the stadium, just looking, uh, just bewildered. Uh, unfortunately, Bailey hits a three-run, three-run home run in the eighth off of Robertson. So the, the, I want to say the 49ers. So the San Francisco Giants uh, get up on, on the Mets 5-4. 
and then just a really weird series of events uh, that took place in the ninth, a strikeout and um, and uh, a uh, a throwout uh, catching, and I and I, I I don't recall exactly what met it was uh, trying to uh, trying to steal second, and so it was just like two outs immediately, game over, and like all the Mets fans sitting in the stadium just like uh, bewildered, baffled, like what is going on here, and. It's games like this, right, where we heard ownership and Steve Cohn and, and we could anticipate if if it's true to form what he communicated this past week, that if this team doesn't start turning around, uh, dare I say fire sale as we get closer to the trade deadline. Only time will tell. Uh, but you've got Verlander going today. Uh, first pitch, um, a little bit after four o'clock, I believe four ten. He's two and four with a four eleven ERA. He's lost five of his last six. This is a Mets team. They've gone six and twelve. I'm sorry, six and nineteen in June. Six and nineteen in June with that payroll unacceptable. Meanwhile, for this Giants team, they're eighteen and nine in June. Also, by the way, today is Bobby Bonilla Day. $1.19 million at the age of 59. He will be paid that through 2035. Um, guys, does that does that resonate with you at all? Like, like, is it just, does it even, like, Bobby Mania, like, does it even matter anymore? I think it still matters. I, you know, I like poking fun at all my Met friend friends that today is the, the best holiday on their calendar and the thing that they can look forward this year, but... One thing I will also say with the Mets is they're not the only team that's paying deferments. Ken Griffey Jr. is the fourth highest paid red this year, and he hasn't mm-hmm. played for them since 2010. Chris Davis has a real similar situation to Bobby Bonilla, and I believe his is over in 2037. And Max Scherzer got $15 million today from the Nets. So Mets, you're not alone at that party. There's a lot no. of company at that table. You're absolutely right, uh, but at 59 years old, um, and and this this will be paid out through 2035. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Have you ever like you guys are are you guys are aware of this that if you were to win the lottery, you could either decide you get one lump sum payment, or you get you or you get you get paid out like through a, a number of years. Like you can decide. How and, and and I think obviously, and I'm not an accountant, and I don't know what an accountant would recommend. But um, many people want to take the lump sum, but I think you get a, you get you get a you get hit harder tax wise if you take the lump sum up early and you take it all at once, as opposed to getting paid out in in a number of years. What what would you do? Would you want the lump sum up front, getting all the money, or would you you have it? paid out to you in, in, in a series of years. Give me the cash. Give me it up front. I'm taking the lump sum. Even if, even if you're getting a tax hit on it. Even if I'm taking the tax hit, I think the tax hit immediately would be a lot less than the tax hit on, on the deferments. One of the greatest sayings in life is take the money, never have to run. So give me the money, and I'll just walk to the car laughing it up. <laughs> laughing it up. You know, you know, my cousin, one of my, one of my cousins won the Florida lottery. What's the Florida lottery? What what, what was the the number on that big check? 
I want something like twenty six or thirty two million dollars. Do you still get for the deferment? And he was like, if you and get- by the way, he was he was um like young. I want to say like he was just like twenty nine, thirty, thirty two. Something like that, and and he won he won the lottery like twenty six twenty eight thirty two million dollars something like that, unbelievable. Do you still get the uh, the big check if you get the deferments, or is that only for the people that take the lump sum? I I don't I don't know if maybe if I was the one, <laughs> maybe if I was the one who won the lottery, Somebody I don't know if I'd be I don't know if I'd be sitting here hosting Sports Talk Radio, but um but I I don't I don't know. I don't know how it works. I just know you. I I just know that you you can you have a choice in how you want to be compensated after you win. And um, so there's that. Uh, by the way, I know you guys weren't producing last night. Uh, Julian and Chantel were producing last night. And oh, by the way, I gave out a huge winner, and that was Otani to hit a home run last night. It was plus five fifty. Not only did he hit a home run, but guys. Do you know how long that home run was? It, it was, was slightly <laughs> under 500 feet, which I say... 493 feet. Yeah, no, it's 500 feet. Can we just... Could that, that, it's one of my number one gripes with baseball. Can we just say home runs are 500 feet? Because there's been at least 15 that, that should... That, in my book, are 500-foot home runs. And Otani's... For, 493, what, what's an extra seven feet? So yeah, so yes, Joe Leo, right there in a nutshell. Oh, Leo. I could say something. I could say something Go to on. that. Go ahead, Joe. I could no. I could just react. I could just respond to Joe's question, but it would be highly inappropriate considering no, that come this on. is a family show. No, come on. So we got. Go ahead. We got time in this segment. <laughs> no, I want to keep my job tomorrow morning. Um, four hundred and ninety-three feet, the longest home run this season in the majors. It's unbelievable. Okay, so so his his batting average is higher than his ERA. His batting average right now is 310. His ERA is 302. Here's here's the th- so first of all, you're welcome if you were watching the show last night and you took that wager um and again at plus 550 uh metrics wise, um you know, enjoy mama's new pair of shoes. Here's the thing. I mean, I, 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 like we are watching, we are watching, we are in the midst of greatness right now. Like, like this is Babe Ruth-ish. But I, I, I just don't, I, like, I don't think, I don't think sports enthusiasts outside of just baseball people, right? Like, I, I don't think that there's enough buzz here. I don't think that there's enough excitement here. I don't think... We, as a sports society, truly understand what we are witnessing. Do you, do you agree with me? I agree with you, and it's the Otani debate. Because we've been saying this for the past decade, that Trout, or I'm sorry, that it's the Trout debate, that Otani has now reached that level of no one's talking about him, and partially because it, it, he's on the West Coast. Nobody stays up to watch his games, and Otani hasn't played it. In the postseason. So, like, like Otani's biggest moment as a Major League Baseball player came in this past year's WBC. What does that say about the level that he can get to on the baseball field? He needs to play in the postseason. And but, but this is a, but this is no, a team it, sport. It, 
I, I understand he, that. He, but can't, he, he can't single-handedly get a team to the postseason. Well, if you have nine Shohei Otanis, I'm pretty sure you could possibly win the yeah. World Series. But what he's doing, it's not just Babe Ruth-esque. Babe Ruth never did this. Shohei Otani is in the realm of hitting 50 home runs and striking out 250 people in a it's, single season. Here, here and, and Joe, you're absolutely... And here's the thing, people. This, is, this should be... Can't miss television. This should be every time Otani is 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 pitching. You should be you should be tuning in. Every time the Angels play, you should either be staying up late and watching the games, or or recording it on your YouTube TV or whatever your 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 provider is. Like that's how otherworldly this dude is, and. And it's like, it's just, it's an afterthought. It's not even like, it's not even a thing. Like I thought for, I thought for sure I gave this, I gave this bet out on daily wager. I was on daily wager last night. Again, shameless plug, not so shameless Monday through Friday, six to 10 PM uh, ESPN two. Okay. Um, and so every now and then the producers would be like, Anita, you want to give a long, it's, we call it long ball, long shot, right? It's hard. It's hard to predict who's going to hit a home run every night in Major League Baseball. Yeah, there's there's ways to research it. Obviously, it has to do with pitching matchups and who that pitcher is going up against and who on that opponent in that lineup is batting well, who's hot right now, who does well against this pitcher who's only got this in their arsenal. Yeah, it's a deep dive into trying to find out you know, who you think is going to hit a home run. I love it. I love the research. I'm not complaining about it. Otani, you'd say, oh, well, Anita, that's a no-brainer, right? He had four home runs in four games previously prior to last night. Um, and uh, and Tommy Henry was pitching last night for uh, Arizona, and, and he has not had a phenomenal season. Uh, but nonetheless, um, like, I thought for sure I'd wake up this morning and my Twitter feed would be like, Unbelievable call, Anita. Phenomenal. No, nothing. Nothing. No buzz. No excitement. Nothing. I just, it's, 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 un, it's really, it's, it's, it's pretty shocking to me that, you know, that there is just, we, we are witnessing history. We are witnessing phenomenal greatness across the board. Probably, um, an athletic performance and an athletic season of, of of the ages of our lifetime and there's there's no buzz about it there's no he is must watch television and and he and and he's not he's an afterthought it's 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 really bizarre it's really it's really beyond and and you make a good point Joe I don't know if he played on the East Coast if he played for the Yankees if he played for the Mets would that make a difference you know if he played for Atlanta if he played for the Rays I don't know would that make a difference I don't know I I, I really don't it's just it's it's mind-boggling to me. 800-919-3776. All right, we've got a great show lined up for you. Max Goodman is going to be joining us. Uh we're going to uh Booney is uh is addressing the media. I I think he he spoke in the clubhouse to the media about 45 minutes ago. So excited to get Max Goodman on the program. He's going to be joining us. We'll talk more about the Yankees getting you ready for first pitch at 2:15 Severino supposed to pitch last night. 
is going to pitch the first game at 2.15. Yankees have not announced who's going to pitch the second game later on tonight around 7 o'clock. Joe thinks it's going to be a bullpen game. More than likely, it it will be uh, because Joe's pretty accurate on, on, on a number of things that he predicts. Um, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about NBA free agency because we are in the thick of it and we've got to talk about the narrative out there in regard to James Harden coming to the Knicks. Also some breaking news as well. Um, you guys want to do the in regard to Damian Lillard requesting a trade from Portland. Where could be his landing place? So we're going to dive into all this. It's Saturday, so of course we're going to have Joe Wiz on the program in the 2 o'clock hour. And, of course, we will have you, 800-919-3776. Nina Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon here on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Hopefully everybody out there is enjoying their holiday weekend, and hopefully you have Monday off, so it's... it's it's an extended, it's a long, it's an elongated holiday weekend, that's for sure. By the way, let's bring you your leaderboard update presented by Glenn Fitch. Um, it is the Rocket Mortgage Classic taking place in Detroit. Taylor Moore at the top leaderboard tied for first at 13 under. He's teeing off later on this afternoon at 2 o'clock. Then you have Pendrith, Ricky Fowler, my guy. Woo! Um, he's at 12 under. Data Golf gives him a correct. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Data Golf gives him a nineteen point seven percent chance of winning, and then you have Ludwig Aber, uh, who is twelve under as well. Data Golf gives them him a eleven point nine percent chance of winning. Um, you've got Morikawa down there tied for fifth at eleven under. Data Golf eleven point seven percent. Just to give you some some names, some big names. By the way, again. You guys know I don't always toot my horn. Well, I just did in regard to me predicting the Otani home run last night, which I don't know how big. It wasn't like going out on a limb there, right? Dude's just been like crushing the snot out of the ball. But um, but I did pick, if you did watch me on Daily Wager on Wednesday, I did pick Taylor Moore and Ludwig Aber um, to win, finish in the top five, top 10, top 20. I played both of them across the board. So what happened now? What happens now? We are playing with house money, right? So Aber is tied for third. Moore is tied for first. Uh, chances are they're they're definitely going to finish in the top twenty. So, um, you know, you're you're playing with house money right now. I'd double down. By the way, if you're saying who's this Ludwig Aber guy, uh, he's he's unreal. 
Uh, he won four of his last six tournaments in college. This is his third, I'm sorry, this is his fourth PGA Tour event. His last two, he's finished in the top 25. This is not a star-studded event. You know, you don't have Rom here. You don't have Scotty. So, you know, a lackluster field. I did, I did think that Aber was going to do well. Um, like I said, I got him to, to win at 40 to one. And then I played him across the board. I played, uh, Taylor Moore as well across the board. So I'm really, really excited about, um, my research and and me picking them where they are right now. Excited to see what they're going to do as we like to call Saturday moving day, um, in, in golf on the PGA tour in regard to the leaderboard. So we'll see what happens there. So, and by the way, last week I gave you Denny McCarthy. Uh, he was at the top leaderboard all through uh, Sunday morning, but then wet the bed on Sunday, still finished in the top five. So uh, you're you're playing with house money from last week. Now you're playing with house money already heading into Saturday with Taylor Moore and Aber. So you've got that. By the way, again, this leaderboard update brought to you by Glenn Fitch, uh, single malt scotch whiskey, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey, skill skillfully crafted. Enjoy responsibly. Um, Glenfitch single malt scotch whiskey, ABV, 40% alcohol by volume, 2023 imported by William Grant and Sons, New York, New York, 800-919-3776. We've got Kevin calling in from Nyack who wants to chime in on our Otani conversation. By the way, Kevin, I love Nyack. It's such a cute little town and they've got a phenomenal sushi restaurant right in that downtown strip that I love to go to when I'm golfing near Nyack. Welcome in. Hey, thank you very much. I'm glad you're familiar with Nyack. Yes, it is a great little town. I, I appreciate your passion, uh, Anita. I know that you, you're you're very passionate about all sports, betting, etc. I just wanted to comment real quickly on, you know, I, I think, you know, in addition to Otani being on the West Coast, I think because, you know, he's a really low-key, clean guy, it's not to really get a lot of, uh, to get excited about, you know, he doesn't have, you know, any, he's just a plain guy. So it's hard. Yes. He's incredibly talented pitcher hitter. Like you said, 493 foot shots, but man, he is boring as all get out. And, and I'm a passionate baseball fan, but he does nothing for me. And that's, I just wanted to comment. Might be the you know I might be the purple squirrel, but that's just my honest feedback. So so that's really so that's it for you. I I mean just Kevin, the fact that he is just he's doing something that like it's it's he's not even he's not human like like somebody have him pee in a cup like like he must be an alien right like like what he's doing Kevin let's be honest like what he's doing is like and and as Joe pointed out it's beyond Babe Ruth it's beyond what Babe Ruth. In, in, in what his statistics and in, in, in what history identify as Babe Ruth. But yet, because you find him, dare I say vanilla, dare I say, bore, you know, you said kind of boring, right? Um, yeah. So you're just, you're just, you're not interested, even though well, he's. No, no. And, and again, let me, let me clarify that. I'm not going to say I'm not interested. Of course, as a sports enthusiast myself, I love the long ball. I love the home runs. I love the, you know, being able to pitch the multi-dual capacities and skills he has. But I'm not thinking just for myself, but I'm thinking for the average fan because the person who doesn't like baseball or doesn't follow baseball 
there's got to be something else that he he brings to the table, and and unfortunately, he doesn't have it. And and that's all I'm saying, Anita. Um, I, I think that great guy, great for baseball, but at the same time, man, oh man, there's just no juice there. But well, I mean, Kevin, let me ask you, like, what more? What, like, you want him flipping bats? Like, like I'm just, I'm trying to understand. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to understand what what it is that has you saying like not enough for me to tune in like what like well well again compounding like i said he's on the west coast i'm not staying up to, uh, you know one or two o'clock in the morning when i have to go to work in the morning regardless i'd rather just look at the highlights and say oh this is what he's done but you said must see tv i just don't see that anita and and Nothing against Otani. I mean, it's not his fault, but he, he just doesn't have that in his toolbox. He's not that. He's not going to give you the the headline or the um. Or what the, headline? You know, but that, here's Kevin. I'm trying. I'm and 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 I appreciate the call, and I'm and I am really intrigued by our conversation. I'm just curious. What is the headline? What head? What 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 headline are you? Give me a headline that would have you stay up late and watch him. And and Kevin's gone. Okay, eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. I again, I'm just I'm baffled. I, I just don't understand. Um, I I don't I don't know what more I don't know what more a human being could do than what Otani's doing um, to make people want to stay up at night and and watch greatness. Um, with our very own eyes, as opposed to reading it in the history books. I, I really don't. Um, Anita Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon here on 98.7 ESPN. We come back, let's switch gears, let's talk some NBA. We are in the thick of NBA free agency. We'll dive into all of that next here on 98.7 ESPN. <clears throat> yeah, I flex. Sometimes they make me pee in a cup. Not always. Yeah, I might be the purple squirrel. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Um, I, Joe and I have never heard the phrase purple squirrel before. So, of course, I had to GTS. Uh, recruiters have coined the term purple, purple squirrels to describe sought-after candidates with the perfect but often impossible combination of skills for a given job. 
Purple squirrel is the term used by employee, employment recruiters to describe a job candidate with precisely the right education, set of experience, range of qualifications that perfectly fit the job's requirement. So I don't understand the use of the phrase purple squirrel with our last caller. Um, right, Joe? We're, we're just we're a little baffled, right? I think he was misusing that uh, phrase, but that just could be me. Uh, again, I've never heard that before, but... I, I don't think he was using that He was correctly. calling himself a purple squirrel. Yes, which I don't think he is the perfect person to qualify Shohei Otani's career. Okay, I, I think we're in agreement there. Uh, so in, in the break, Joe and I were talking a few things, and, and I know we're, we're going to talk NBA, I promise. Um, and this is a great question, a two-part question. Number one, if Otani's career was to end after this season, is that fair, Joe? This season? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. If Otani's, if, if, if after this season, Otani, and, and let's just say hypothetically speaking, dude is on track to win both the MVP and the Cy Young. Okay? Okay. Um, so let's just say hypothetically speaking, there's a chance he does that. And he retires after this season. Uh, is he in Cooperstown? That's question number one, two-part question. Number two, if he was here in New York, who would be the bigger, how would we phrase it, Joe? Who would be the bigger? Who's the bigger star? Who, who gets who's more the press? St- yeah. Aaron, Aaron Judge or Otani? I say Otani just because, you know, what he's able to do pitching as well as in the lineup. Like I said, his batting average is higher than his, his ERA. He's got a 309 batting average. Probably went up after last night's home run of 5,500 feet, sorry, 500 feet. And, um, and his, 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 uh, ERA is 302. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Mark. Mark, welcome in. Was listening. Mark, you there? Uh, driving. Hey, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? I can. Hi. Hey, how you doing? I'm great. Um, I was uh, I'm driving from New Jersey on my way to go pick up one of my daughters, and I was listening to you, and I was thinking the same thing. Like, this guy is doing things that are otherworldly, and I started thinking about why is it, and, and, I, and it hit me. Like, I've never heard him speak, right? Um, and so my understanding is that he has an interpreter, and I think part of no. Our ability to, is that, it? but I, I don't ever remember hearing him in sound bites or anything like that, speaking or giving interviews after games or anything like that. It just feels like there's a coverage of him that isn't equal or doesn't make, doesn't like, doesn't seem to like connect. And I think maybe it's because he's foreign born. That's the only thing I can think of outside, like, like you mentioned earlier, like the West Coast thing. But, like, you know, when Travis hitting home runs a few years ago, you know, he was all over Sports Center and stuff like that. So I just feel like, you know, it, it's something about the foreign-born on top of the fact that it's the West Coast. It's not one thing. It's like a combination of things. And it's crazy because he's like a unicorn in a real sense. We've never seen anything like it. We've never seen anything like it. Uh, it, it good point, Mark. Um, Joe, do you know, does he have an interpreter? Does 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 he not speak English? I, I don't believe he's. I, I don't think he speaks complete English. I think. But you know, I've I've heard him. I have heard him speak, but I think what that caller is referring to is when he came over to the states, 
he didn't speak English, and he did give a lot of interviews his first season through an interpreter because he didn't speak English. But I, I can't, and you know, I'm not watching Angels post games every night. But I, I can't. I'm not either. Speak but I, on I, on Otani giving interviews in English or not. Right. I hear you. Um, but it's it's definitely it's 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 a definitely fair point to be made. Fair point to be made. Okay, uh, let's switch gears here and and let's talk some NBA with you um, because a, a lot happening. Um, there, there's so much movement, so much going on, but let's start right here in our own backyard. Two days ago, Woj drops a Woj bomb saying that um, Harden and the San, the San Francisco, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers are going to work together. He, he did pick up his player option. That was at $35.6 million. Why? Uh, because he has a better opportunity to be traded and, and also a bigger pool of teams to be traded to by picking up that player option. So he picked up the player option and he is working with the 76ers uh, so that they can both get what they want in a trade deal. Those teams that were listed in regard to a landing place for Harden was the Bucks, Boston, the Heat, the Clippers, and the Knicks. Um, in, in the last 12 to 15 hours, I believe that it has been narrowed down to Boston, the Clippers, and the Knicks. Here's my take. I have no interest. If I'm a Knicks fan, I have no interest in Harden. Uh, you got Brunson. And, and you know, I just, I feel like what Brunson can do and has done for this team, especially how we saw him perform in the postseason, where what did Harden do? You know, let's not forget he's going to be 34 years old in August. Granted, 20 points, 10 assists a night, that's what he averaged when he was with the 76ers. Even with, and, and you can argue, you can debate with me, I do believe that the 76ers had a better roster and a better team than the, he, than, than, than the Knicks had this year. And even with Harden on it, with an A player, Embiid is an A player. I call, like to call it an alpha. Still a second round loss player in Harden for the 76ers. In fact, all the 76ers needed was one game to beat the Boston Celtics. Just one game. That's all they needed. In game six and seven, Harden combined for only 22 points. He only shot 26%. He was one one of 11 from downtown. In game seven, he only made three shots for nine points and had five, one person, five turnovers. So for me... If I'm a Knicks fan, thanks, no thanks. We've got Brunson. I'm not going to give up. And, and Bobby Marks, who's a good friend of the show, he's on with us quite frequently. You see him all over ESPN as of late because, again, we're in the thick of free agency. Um, he's anticipating that it's going to take a few of those 11 first-round draft picks uh, quickly and topping, possibly Fournier and... Um, and, and, and maybe another player or two for Harden. Why? Ta- you know, qu- quickly is developing. And, you know, this is a player that you can have for four to five years. Uh, here's another thing. You get Harden, it's a quick fix. It's a one-year thing. There's no guarantee that he's going to be with you past one year. Is, is, is Harden coming to the Knicks 
that elixir that's going to help the Knicks win a championship? Because listen, they got pretty damn far with the group that they had already. You lose quickly, Toppin, and now you're you're tapping into your draft capital capital for a player like Harden to come here. Is it is it championship or bust? And, and if it is, he's to me Harden doesn't at at, at thirty four years old and and disrupting the the vibe the um the chemistry of how this Knicks team operates. Not for me. Not for me, dude. Not for me. What say you? 800-919-3776. We'll get your calls next. Roy, Tommy, you'll be first up. I need Marks with you on the Saturday afternoon, 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I think Harden to the Knicks would be a poor fit, a bad idea, and the subject of intense internal debate before it happened. I don't think you can rule the Knicks out. I know that it doesn't look and make as much sense. I don't think you can rule them out. No, I'm not saying rule them out. I just don't think it would be wise, and I think that I think it's something that I don't believe there would be a consensus within the Knicks. Well, think about where the Knicks are. The Knicks were a fifth place team last year. They did beat the fourth place team. Philadelphia in front of them is now shaking a little bit. We'll see where they're at on the other side of this. They could end up on the other side of this and be in good shape. That's Wendy and McManaman, right? McManaman? Right? There you go. Um, debating uh, the, uh, the Harden to the Knicks. Again, not for me. Pass. Um, thank you. Please go elsewhere if I was a Knicks fan. Um, what say you? 800-919-3776. Let's go to Roy. Roy, welcome in. Hey, good afternoon, Anita. How you doing? I'm great. I'm happy uh, 4th of July weekend to you. Yeah, thank you. So before I start with the Knicks, I just want to let you know, so you to close out this other topic, uh, I'm a trained uh, Japanese linguist. Shohei Otani doesn't speak English. Um, he knows all the baseball terms, and you could probably coach him to do a commercial. But that's about it. He's not. Let me. Uh, he's not at all. Sorry, Roy, let me let student. me ask you. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think that's that's a reason why um, there is not more buzz, not more excitement, not more um, must watch? feel and vibe because of that because um so when uh and and my name escapes me but japanese player that was sort of the biggest hit when he was in seattle didn't he play for the yankees for a while oh my god you talking about ichiro ichiro Ichiro. now how big was ichiro when he finally did get to the yankees on the east coast was he that big a deal or was he past his prime no, I mean, he was solid, but, like, nothing like we're seeing with nothing like this. And that's, and that's the thing I will tell you. He would be as big a star as anybody else. The last guy that was talking about, you know, he's not must-watch, I think that guy's waiting for Otani to hit for the cycle and throw a no-hitter, and then he could say, okay, I'll watch him. But I don't think that's the reason why. I think the reason why is because you're on the West Coast and you're on a team that traditionally is just not good, ever, ever. Now, if he was in a playoff race, if he was with the Giants right now, I think it would be a lot different story. That's just my take. 
Okay, you got to be with a winner, and you will be must-see TV if you're with a winner. Uh, the other thing is you stole my thunder on uh, Harden. I don't want him here. But I was hoping you could tell me, because of all your insiders, what else is out there that the Knicks could barter for? Because the only person I really desire, I think, would be Paul George. But those are rumors that I hear that he might be available, not that he is. Yeah, I, I'm hearing that. I I'm in, in- and thank you for your phone call, and thank you for, uh, of course, your insight. Um, I'm hearing that as well that Paul George could be a possibility. I want to say, guys, don't we have a don't we have a clip from somebody uh, talking about the potential of Paul George? Is it Ian Begley? Let me know. Let me know if you guys come across it. I, I know. I I, I want to say I played it last night, filling in for Dan Grassa. If you find it, please let me know, and I, I'd like to play it. Um, Listen, a, a lot of a lot of the guys, you know, that that I thought could um, could you have it? Okay, play play that clip. Who who is it, by the way? It's Ian Begley. It's, it's Ian Ian Begley talking about the possibility of Paul George. Let's listen in. I know that there's there's a lot of uh, support for going after Paul George. So if the Clippers decide that they do want to move on from Paul George, I'm sure the Knicks would be aggressive in trying to get in there. It's hard for me outside of that name. I mean, Carl Towns, I think, is also a name if, if Minnesota decides to move on. I, I don't know how strong New York's interest would be there, but, but certainly there are ties between Towns and the organization. So those are two of the names that are kind of top of my radar if you're talking about Nick trades. So, um, so Ian Begley uh, alluding to a potential possibility of, um, of, of Paul George. Uh, but just to kind of bring you up to speed on, on some of the names out there, Draymond Green agrees to a four-year $100 million deal with the Golden State Warriors. Keep in mind, uh, they do add Chris Paul to that mix. Jordan Poole is gone. Uh, Portland, um, five-year $160 million for Grant. So now you've got Grant Lillard, uh, Scoot Henderson, but of course, uh, news today is that Lillard is requesting a trade, and in uh, in those that are top of mind, would you say Joe, the Miami Heat and the Nets, right? The Heat, the Nets, and the Clippers, Seventy Sixers. There we go. So potentially, apparently, news today is that. Damian Lillard has requested a trade from Portland and uh, the teams of interest for him, the Miami Heat, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, the Clippers, and the 76ers. So the Knicks uh, not mentioned in that storyline. Desmond Bain and Derrick Rose agree to a deal with Memphis. Van Fleet. Deal agrees to a deal with Houston, Kuzma going back to the Wizards, Chris Middleton going back to the Bucks, the Lakers making money moves, Hachimura, Austin Reeves, Cam Reddish, Gabe Vincent, Kyrie staying in Dallas after everything they gave up for him. I think he did the right thing. Um, Seth Curry going to Dallas as well. Uh, just to name a few. Um, so the free agent pool is getting thinner at the moment. And, um, but I, I truly, I, here's the thing at the end of the day, obviously, as we know, we've heard this for months now, almost a year, 
The Knicks have immense draft capital, 11 first round, first round draft picks in the next seven years. Also, they've got a lot of really good talent with very, um, uh, what's the word? General managers, um, would be really happy in regard to their contracts in, in the, in, in the remaining time that they still have left on their deals, uh, very attractive contracts with a lot of solid players. So, so there's that. Um, I just, my, I just think if, if, if you're going to utilize your, your draft capital, if you're going to trade players, make it for a player that's better than Harden, somebody who's going to come in and, and really, um, really help take this Knicks, Knicks team to the next level. I don't believe Harden is that guy. He couldn't do it with the 76ers with a better team around him. What makes you think he's going to be able to do it here in New York with the Knicks? I just don't see it. Um, when we come back, uh, we've got Max Goodman who's going to be joining us. Uh, Booney spoke to the media a little bit uh, earlier this afternoon, this morning. We'll find out what he said. We'll continue to take your calls. Uh, I know, Tommy, you want to talk about the Rangers. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you on the Saturday afternoon here on 90.7 ESPN.